Hey, hey, it me, hey. it you, hey, them boys. How's that touchdown bet treating you, Dale boy? Well, right now it's uh, when you watch this, it's gonna be Friday, but uh, Thursday night, OJ Howard plus seventeen hundred to the bank, easy cash. Goddamn pigskin, boy, God. That's Speaking what, of we easy gotta, cash. come up with a, a creative name for that, but uh, I'm not gonna get yeah, too we'll deep, but. Yeah, the Discord is free, and that goes for uh, first touchdown bets in the NFL channel. There were a lot of slips tonight in the NFL chat. Guys that rode that O.J. Howard bet with me. One guy, this is is cool. One guy, uh, I know this is a very prolonged introduction, but for all the NFL people out there, you'll like this. There was one guy who did a parlay partially because of what I gave. He did a anytime touchdown parlay for OJ Howard and Zach Ertz, and they scored the first two touchdowns of the game within like a six minute span. hundred dollars to win thirteen fifty. I was like, I think. Uh, hold on, Kenny G. I think it was Kenny G that did it. <laughs> he was hype as fuck. Let me make Not sure here. Kenny G. But shout out to Kenny G. The uh, the the great big time Kenny J. Big time Kenny J. That is an awesome parlay right there to start off your weekend. We it's hadn't even gotten a NASCAR yet. We hadn't even gotten a NASCAR yet. And this dude's already won $1,400. I mean, come on. He's got a lot of money to go into the weekend uh, at the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. What are we going to call that for short in a hashtag? Auto Park 5-4? Auto Park Boring Fucking Race 250. How about that? Two, we're gonna uh, that's not short, but like we got to be emphatic. I want to. I want to just do 50. Boring park, boring park 50, 250. When are they just going to cut Texas out and just do Coda? It's sad, man. It's fucking sad. I hate it because Texas is used to be an, such an exciting track for NASCAR and IndyCar for almost two decades. And whatever they, the, the way they resurface the track is just pathetic. I mean, we were there. We were there for the all star race. It was a pretty boring fucking race. Yeah, and I party don't now. expect anything different for this race this Sunday. It it it, it kind of showed in the All Star race. There wasn't a lot of people there, but there were some party people there in the infield. So nah, shout out to those fun. guys. Yeah, hey, we're, the culture is not being shit upon, shot yeah. upon. The culture is great at Texas Motor Speedway, but they got to do something about the racing. Let's just let's just be honest. Even the Xfinity Series kind of sucks. We'll figure it out. Like Texas, you know, Texas, I think is one of the only tracks that don't allow us to cover media. So, yeah, we'll call them out on that one. Um, so I wonder how whoever... many people in that, like, one-minute shitting on Texas rant just, like, was, was, like, excited to come here and, like, watch the race and bet on NASCAR, and now they're like, oh, well, that just sounds awful. I'm just going to go do something else. Yeah. Like, turn off. At least we get the view, but uh, they're gone. And they right. probably unsubscribe because they're like, wow, these guys hate NASCAR. Yeah. No, we don't, don't hate NASCAR. Hate NASCAR. The the guy the guy that approves people at Texas hates us. That's all there is to it. But even if that didn't happen, the racing still eats dick. I mean, let's just face it. But they'll figure out a well, way. It doesn't matter because even if the racing sucks, we're here to give you all the easy cash bets for that race. No matter what it's going to be like, if you're winning money, you're going to enjoy it, and that's what we're here to help you with. To that's all the new doing. people here, who's on the phone. It's Vegas. Uh, hold on one second. I'll call you back. What's that shithead one? Well, so 
along with the DFS picks, I think we should give – we're going to have one of our rare consensus cards for this race. We talked before. We're all – me, Chase – me and Chase are on the same drivers to win this race on Sunday. So we're going to call back later and, and give those picks out. The three drivers we think are going to win, you're going to hear it here first on a Friday morning. So That's right. This is one of the yep. first times we've done it. We, we've kind of collectively decided that, you know what, there's four races left. You know, why not just give these cards out for fucking free for the rest of the season? Four races left. You know, obviously, you can still go check out uh, all the uh, the rankings, projections that Chef Boy has on on premium on the site. But as far as betting cards, we we got you. We're here. We're here for it. We're ready to do it. We got a brand new season approaching us, so we're gonna do it now. So we'll get into our bets towards the end of the show. We'll still put the cards out. They'll be on the the Twitter, uh, probably on Insta, and then uh, everywhere else that you can think of that they would always be. You'll find them. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and start off. So welcome. Now that that introduction's done, um, if we were paying for that ad space, which we pretty much did because it was ours, uh, we, we just cashed in. Not, not quite as much as O.J. Howard first touchdown, but we were close. Um, so let's go ahead and just welcome you to the NASCAR DFS preview show presented by Hooters. All right. And, uh, and, and we're going to talk about four guys that we like for, for Tejas and... We're going to give you a tasty pick of the week in there presented by Hooters. We'll talk a little bit about Hooters and how you can save some money at Hooters. And, uh, and then you got bets. So without further ado, let's begin Del Boy. All right. So it's Tejas. It's the land of uh, the Alamo ZZ Top, uh, which is one of my favorite bands of all time. I didn't wear my Tejas shirt. But there is one guy that's been rocking and rolling intermediates pretty much all season long. And, and I guarantee you, if he had the opportunity, he would have AirPods in and he would probably listen to LaGrange at least maybe three to seven laps out of that race because I think that's about the length of that song um, as opposed to a lap, maybe seven because they're going pretty fast. You know, there's not. Probably, yeah, that's probably a good estimate. I could um, see that. Kyle Do Larson. He actually listens to that. Kyle, Kyle would definitely listen to some ZZ Top. I could see Larson jamming ZZ. What kind of music guy do you think Larson is? What do you think he listens to? I don't know, man. Uh, part of me wants to say country, but I but it's like I hope it, I hope it's not country. I hope it's like classic rock. I could see that too, though. But I, I part of me thinks he's a big country guy. Yeah. We'll, we'll ask him at some point. I'm we sure. need we need to check it out for sure. I got to go look back and see what his Bristol walkout song was. I bet you know. I don't know when we'll get to talk to him again, but if we ever get to ask him, this is what I bet he's going to say, and we'll book this. I bet he's going to say, man, I um, I don't know. I listen to all sorts of music. I listen to, like, everything. That's what he's going to say. Very that is, like, the, the stereotypical answer of what, what one of those drivers will say. That's what Probably so. Um, but, yeah, Kyle Larson, uh, as far as music goes, we'll figure that one out later. But for right now, we've pretty much Not figured out that he's probably going to be the king of the castle. At this race, he's 10-5 on DraftKings. He's starting P1. You automatically can lock him in for probably a stage one win at that that situation. I would go, I don't know what the odds are on that, but I would go ahead and say that's probably a stage one winner right there. Well, I don't know. It's going to depend on what guys will roll the dice on like, so depending on how the pitch strategy goes, maybe there will be some guys that would stay out when he pits because 
maybe they stay out. They've sacrificed their track position for the next stage to get valuable points to, you know, solidify a, a bigger cushion for the rest of the playoffs uh, before Phoenix. Some guy, like somebody like, who's somebody on the outside looking in, starting out? Um, like, I think we think Blaney, Truex, Larson, are like, and Hamlin are like the head honchos. I guess Kyle Busch. Don't forget about KFB. Elliott. Yeah, this, one of those guys might try to stay out and get some extra points because they're going to be start out from behind. Kyle Busch will uh, definitely need it being on the bubble, so it'll probably be him out of any of them because he's. Yeah, I want to look at the standings. Bottom. Uh, Keselowski. Keselowski's a good one. He, Brad will be somebody that might stay out, get some extra points, just to try to rack up as many as he can early on, early and often. He's a big uh, rat he's guy. He's probably not going to have a winning car. Yeah. Check out the big brain on Brad. I don't know big if you brain. know what movie that's from. Yeah, Brad. It's a good movie. Brain guy. We'll, we'll go ahead and say this. Look, I, I want to turn it back over to you, Dale. You had some really cool stats. The, the one stat that I will say, and I just kind of want you to walk everyone, all the fam, through this. 1,190 laps led at intermediate tracks this season. Can we break that down, Dale? Yeah, and man, we got so off topic. I know it's fun to get off topic when we're talking NASCAR, obviously. But look, I mean, it's it's plain and simple here. Kyle Larson is the is the top dog when it comes to the NASCAR the 2021 NASCAR season, and especially on mile and a half. Uh, I mean, I, we were talking about this before. Like, it sucks. It really sucks to like keep riding Larson because it seems like we have him like every week. Luckily, Kevin Harvick's starting really deep in the pack in 24th. So now Harvick takes some salary away from Larson, makes him a little bit cheaper. But even starting from the pole, he might be an optimal play here. Uh, he's, like you said, 1,190 laps at 1.5s. Uh, Vegas, Atlanta, Kansas, the Coke 600. Uh, you could even throw Nashville in there as well. You could throw the All-Star Race in there as well, even though it was only an exhibition 100-lap event. Uh, even Vegas in the playoffs led a bunch of laps. Didn't get the finish there, but uh, every single 1.5 mile race, he's got a top three car. I mean, there's no question about it. Um, it's his race to lose. You know, if you want to look at it like that, I mean, maybe that's not the best way to look at it, but he is the, the dominant guy. Uh, I think he punches his ticket before anybody to the final four. It, I mean, it would just it would it would surprise me if he didn't run top three and lead the majority of the laps on sunday what are you doing what is that you hear that no what is it i don't hear shit dum, 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 dum. it's the clock you don't know much about the clock that was a little before your time dale uh we say shout out to the clock if you couldn't hear the clock it's okay but uh back in the day when me and chef boy used to do the show when i was coming to my mother's regularly before internet was a problem in life um now that i have a home I, uh, I'm back here though, right now. And when the clock would go off, we would stop whatever we did and we'd say, shout out to the clock. So for oh, a lot fuck. of you new Sorry. listeners that don't know anything about that, well, for, for the OG garage fam that have been listening to this show back before we even did NASCAR shout out to the clock. All right. So now, you know, it will be on a t-shirt someday in time. Um, but yeah, Kyle Larson, man. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's got yeah. so, twice off topic now. I feel like the clock just fucked my juju, and I feel bad now. But look, now you respect line, the clock. He won the All Star race. 
Uh, he won Vegas. He should have won Atlanta the first time around. Was a top three, top five car at Atlanta the second time around. Had a pit road penalty. Uh, Kansas was dominant there. Uh, got a late race restart that was bullshit, and he hit the wall, finished like 20th. The guy, I mean, if if we don't get one of those bullshit late race restarts that NASCAR manipulates to jumble up the field and manufactures inter- drama and entertainment, Larson is the guy. I, I expect a lot of green flag racing. This is a race where there's typically not a lot of carnage. Um, I expect a lot of cars running at the end. There's usually one to two wrecks on average since – this aero package debuted in 2019. Larson's the guy. I mean, we I talked about him last week. I talked about him last week at the road course. I said he was going to be better than Chase Elliott, and I was fucking right. Now, real quick, for anybody who uh, likes straight bet, this is the first. What Vegas got to say? Call that, call that bitch. Call that bitch up. Hello? Oh, I tapped the damn thing. It's okay. For all the straight betters out there, this is the first call. This is your first free pick, and I grabbed it. And on some sites, some sports books, you can still grab it at this price. Hey, Vegas, go fuck yourself. I'm taking Kyle Larson to win for me and Chase at plus 400. Grabbed it on Tuesday. By Saturday, it's going to be plus 200 maximum. So I uh, think Kyle Larson wins this race. Probably going to go unit, unit and a half, two units. What are you thinking? I'm uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with two and a half units. Two and a half. We're going two and a half. Fuck face. Two point right, five. Well, we're gonna book that and we're gonna call you back later. Don't kill yourself. Yeah, tell him tell, tell him we're calling back. Can't wait to call him back. I've got I've got something to say to him for the next one that we talk about. So yeah, so there's that Larson for DraftKings fantasy lineups. Larson for the sports book plus four hundred. You heard it there. Two point five units. Thank you, Dale, for making those calls and making Vegas shit his pants yet again. Yeah, sorry for. Sorry, we beat off to Kyle Larson there for like 10 minutes. I know there's some viewers that are like, come on, guys, let's get the picks out. No, no, no. That's okay. Larson's the the, most important one. That's what the skips button is for. So you can just hit the skip button. You know what I mean? There you go. No problems. All right, next guy. Next guy guy we've got. Now, this is one where I feel like he's due. Um, I'm, I've just, it's, he is due. Here's the problem is that this man is due. For a race at this track, I feel like this track has just taken a lot away from him over the years. He's never gotten a win here, but he's come damn close to it. And it's Ryan Blaney at 9.5K on DraftKings. He's starting in P4. The reason I like him for fantasy lineups this week is because, one, I feel like he can hang around in that top five area, especially at a track like Texas. I feel like Ryan knows enough now at this track to be like, hey, I can match this. I can figure it out. We're good. Back in July of 2020, he led 150 laps here and ended up finishing seventh. We won't talk about that much, but uh, he did start in 10th, finish fourth uh, last October. The the race where Kyle Busch was in the zombie car and basically was a zombie the whole season and then won, which was very shocking. Um, But I I feel like Blaney's so close right now to getting to this this final four. And if there's going to be a race that he's going to do it at, it's going to be here. I feel like he can hang around, produce some good numbers there. And uh, and I'll let you talk a little bit, but we may be uh, maybe calling our our old old buddy old buddy up here shortly. Put it to you that way. Yeah, I wish I could like pass the phone to you so you could call one, but no. we're on the same wavelength, and that's all. We need that two Dale phones. 
So the, the deal here is Blaney has been really good at Texas. Uh, he, he was a top five guy here last year in the fall. He should have won the race here in the spring. That was flipped upside down by uh, pitch strategy where Austin Dillon came and stole the win. That was a race where he led over, or, uh, I think exactly what you said, 150 laps. He yep. was so dominant that day. Blaney should have at least three, three to five wins on mile and a half racetracks throughout his career. And I think he's only got one or two. Uh, if you want to count Pocono in 2017 as an intermediate, I don't think so. But uh, he won at Atlanta when he stole that from Kyle Larson. And when you look at the speed statistics throughout the entire season, he's been consistently had one of the fastest race cars at every mile and a half racetrack this year. He did win Michigan, even though Michigan, he wasn't, you know, oddly enough, was not one of the fastest guys. Was uh, He benefited from a late race restart, stole that one away from William Byron. But, um, I mean, really strong at, at Las Vegas. Uh, talk about Atlanta. That wreck that Larson was in at Kansas at the last restart of the race was caused by Blaney when they were running nose to tail, second and third, first and second, whatever. Uh, ran top five Atlanta uh, in the fall, fifth in the all-star race. I think at the all-star race, he was the best non-Hendrick car there. Led some laps there in that exhibition deal. Uh, Vegas finished fifth here just a couple weeks ago. The mile and a half program for the 12 team has been so strong since 2019. And he is, he's due. He is so due. There's a lot of people that are riding him high to get to the final four as like that underdog kind of pick, even though he really hasn't been much of an underdog year. If you look at the speed of his race cars, the key here will be his team not fucking up or him fucking up on pit road. I mean, that is a key here. That's the difference between him and Larson is the speed is about the same. I think the driver talent is close, but Kyle Larson's pit crew has been phenomenal for 99% of the season. I feel like Blaney's team has not been there um, 100% of the time. So that's the key nope. there. He starts P4, decent price. What's he priced at? 9.6? Uh, yeah, he's going to be 9.5 actually 9. on 5. DraftKings. So, uh, I want to I come into what you're saying a little bit. Like Maybe not necessarily the same driver talent across the board as Kyle Larson. Just go ahead and just say that. But at Texas, I said close. I said close. Yeah. At Texas, most definitely. And the thing about it is here is that I feel like Blaney's head is just in a different position this year. Okay, he's had a lot of good shit happen for him. All right, he's won. I think this may be the year. This year may be the most wins he's ever had in a season. Yes. For one. Is. Okay, for two, his girlfriend is Miss Hooters. Okay, she won Miss Hooters. We were there. We saw it happen. That's a lot of good juju. All right. And because we're on that, all right, let's just go ahead and say it now. Shout out to Hooters, okay? Right now, if you go over to Hooters.com or you go down, download the Hooters app, you can save $10 off any order, $30 or more, okay, by using promo code GarageGuys. All right. right. Mr. Hoots. Mr. Hoots. All right. Fine print. Official Hooters swag. Fine print. Is it on the back? Can you read it? Ballot of participating locations for delivery and carryout orders only. Promo code Garage Guys. Use it. Take the food home with you. Tune into the race. Tune into some NFL football, college football. Doesn't matter. Take the Hooters experience home with you. Eat some delicious food. Hang out with your friends, family. Drink a few beers. Enjoy your weekend. Starts with Hooters to go. That's right. And also, you can root for Ryan Blaney because his girlfriend is Miss Hooters. Um, so Very nice girl. Very continue. Cool. Yeah, shout out to Gianna. She's great, great chick, great girl. Love her over here at the garage, uh, all the garage fam as well. But continuing on to the Ryan Blaney, just to add on to that even more, 
It's just the TG12 method, okay? The TG12 method is present. It's a big deal, and you've already got the phone out. So, I mean, we got all these three things stacked up. We think Ryan Blaney can win this race. He's plus 900 on DraftKings Sportsbook, all right? Call that Vegas up. Tell him I got something to say. Hey, did you kill yourself? Okay, good. Vegas. He's not dead? Great. He's still – it's still alive. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Ryan Blaney, uh, me and Chase. Go ahead and mark that one down. Plus 900. Uh, is that DraftKings? That's going to be on DraftKings Sportsbook. That's correct. That's DraftKings Sportsbook. Plus 900. Um, I know – look, you don't have to cry, okay? Like, it's gonna, it's not going to be okay, but at least cry when I hang out. Just cry in between phone calls. So, we got Larson, plus 400. If you're watching, you're probably not going to get Larson 400. That's kind of good for you, but still – uh, Blaney plus 900. I think that's going to stay about the same. And uh, we're going to have one more later. So wipe your tears. I'll call you back soon. You should have told him to keep his tears up. The only way he, that's okay to cry. he's got to, he's got to float. He's got to float on those tears, all that water out of his eyeballs. He, the bottom line is he's fucked. So, I mean, I, I, it's okay for him to cry. Like he knows he's fucked. He's going to be able to afford water for his water bed. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. He's we're we're coming to take it. We're coming to repossess the water bed. I want a waterbed. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it with the possibility of Larson or Blaney winning this race. That's yeah, or a third guy. Yeah, or a third guy, which we'll talk about after. But uh, let's move on from Blaney there. Uh, let's go ahead and move into a guy that offers some good place differential. Um, he's close to the same price at 9.3K on DraftKings, and that's going to be Alex Bowman. Okay, and I feel like this is going to be a guy where when you're looking at the price tags, you're like, why in the fuck would I want to spend – 9.5K on Blaney, and then just like drop that down $200 and then spend it on Bowman and put him in the same lineup. But let me tell you why, because Alex Bowman is a skilled man at intermediate tracks, okay? And it's proven. All right, every time he wins at a track, okay, maybe we should bet on Alex Bowman because every time he wins at a track. uh, Texas? Yeah, they take it away. They take it away. It's an interesting stat. We're not going to bet on Alex Bowman this week to win, but – May look into uh, maybe a top 10 or a top five later on into the week. And like I said, it'll be free on race day. You'll get it. Don't worry. Don't stress. We're, we're just getting the sure things to over to Vegas right now and for you and for your ears and for your eyes. So with Bowman, I really love the fact that he has shown good consistency at the mile and a half tracks. Uh, with Texas specifically, it's pretty funny. He, he had a little bit of a hiccup with an accident back in July of 2020. But the last two fall races... He has finished, both of them, fifth, starting P5. Man hangs around. When you look back at some other uh, some other of the stats from going back, I mean, honestly, all the way back to 2016, being with Hendrick Motorsports, it's been pretty much nothing but positive place differential at every one of these races. So it's just kind of like a no-brainer to me that this will be a guy you'd want in a lineup. And because the public is probably going to be shifting more towards wanting to do, you know, thinking about who's won these races recently. Oh, we're going to go heavy on, you know, Kyle Busch for our lineup. You know, we're going to go heavy on Austin Dillon because he won this. And I bet half the people don't even realize how he won it and how it went down. So let them do that. Let's us focus on Alex Bowman. While everyone else is looking at Harvick at the top price because of place differential, why don't we just move down a little bit and go to Bowman? Because I guarantee you, I feel like Harvick could probably wreck his shit 
going through the field at this point in the season, especially after all the bullshit that's been going on between him and Chase, then it would take for, for Bowman to be able to just kind of boot scoot boogie right up to the top. All right. So that, that's where I'm going to leave it at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2016 was interesting. He, that's when he subbed in for Dale Hart Jr. When he was having the concussion issues. And uh, honestly, that's probably what earned him his Hendrick Motorsports ride because he did so well in that number 88 during that time, almost won a race at Phoenix. But yeah, I mean, you said it uh, really a sneaky pick here. Uh, and honestly, we talk about Harvick, you know, filling Alex Bowman in your lineup. Uh, could someone like him, I think, is uh, the place differentials there. It's not as sexy as what Harvick offers, but. You look at his last 10 races on 1.5-mile tracks. He has seven top 10s. Obviously, we've seen him. We want to fucking talk right now. We saw him win at Kansas in 2019. We saw him win at Auto Club in 2020. The guy, and he won at Chicago as well in 2019. So the guy's been solid a mile and a half for the past, you know, three to four years. And Hendrick Motorsports collectively this year has been super fast. Bowman ran sixth in the all-star race. He led a few laps there. The Hendrick fleet's going to be hard to beat. I mean, we're just, let's just face it. Uh, the Hendrick fleet has been just so dominant, especially on the 1.5s. So the problem with Bowman is some of the inconsistencies, I guess. Like, so, like he's had a few, like seven of the last 10 is really good. Uh, the three races, I think he finished like 27th, 22nd, uh, 24th or something like that. But uh this year he's been kind of up and down he's not in the playoffs anymore but i will say one thing that's kind of a superstitious deal and, and a trend deal about bowman is texas has been a race over the years like in the playoffs where a non-playoff driver remaining has gone on to win it so Strange. you can consider that especially like kyle bush last year most recent was knocked out of the playoffs so alex bowman who knows man I think it's a decent price. I think he will be low owned. I think he'll be slept on big time and he's starting 14th. And we said earlier, we agree. I mean, I think he could run top eight with a, probably like a, a, a ceiling of a top five. So I think Bowman's I a good sneaky play there. Yeah. All the way. And you know what, you know, just, just shout out to, uh, to, to, to cool paint schemes because they did a really good job with the 48. All right. And you got to look cool in Texas and Tejas. So that's that another thing you should probably look at. Plus, Daddy Chad was uh, was chatting it up with him at Next Gen Testing a good bit. They were kind of having some giggles. I noticed that one as well. So, yeah, shout move out on to the, from there. The Chase, the Garage Guy, bad lip reading. No, that's not me. That's a guy. That's a. It's just a guy that I found on the street that does all those. That's Chet Holt. Yeah, it's Chet Holt. Yeah, Chet Holt. Yeah, I think we'll learn. He only that. has one language. It's like, hey. Hey, boy, what are you doing? Hey, real quick, by the way, you know, I won a lot of money tonight on football and even yeah. like a random baseball bet, and I know why. I know why. I just bought this shirt that I'm wearing today. I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to use some of this guy's winnings that he's made me to buy this shirt. This is a Sheldon Creed shirt. The back yeah. is like really sick. Yeah, I got it from uh, SheldonCreed.com slash MyShopify. It's actually in Sheldon Creed's bio. It's a pretty sick design. So go go check that out. He's got some cool shirts out there. He's, He's got, got anything really on the well. back? What's that? Does he got anything on the back? Yeah, no, that's what the back is awesome. If I can get Let's up and show you. Sucks if you're listening to this on a podcast, you're not watching on YouTube. 
well, now you're going to have to go buy it because you're like, damn, like, or at least you're going to have to go check it out because you're like, wow, I want to see what it looks like. Yep. If you don't watch this on YouTube and you're listening to this on a podcast, you have to go buy this shirt unless you go to YouTube and see it. Damn, that is badass. Yeah. Damn. Boy, got the energy on the sides and everything, man. Uh, and honestly, like Sheldon, if you, if you hear this, I probably wouldn't have bought it if you didn't have the number two next year because you're sticking with the two. Like, yeah, we'll have the two for another year at least. What's going to happen when he goes to Cup? Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll have to kick Austin Cindric to the curb. The two? The 22? What numbers yeah. start with two? The 24? Uh, I don't know. It's going to be weird. I hope he sticks with Chevy by the time he makes it to Cup. But I would hope so, no too. telling what's going to happen. They bring the uh, 29 back for RCR. That would be sick. That would be fucking sick. That's the that way. That would be so sick. That way he can keep a two in there somewhere. Well, that's dude. People that do well for RCR, like that have won races and championships, get cool numbers. Have you noticed that? Like, uh, obviously, Austin Dillon gets the three. Tyler Reddick wins a championship. He gets the number eight. I wish the font would be cooler, but you know, it is what it is. Thanks, I Teresa. I imagine both those guys will still be there, you know, in the next couple of years. So, twenty nine, Sheldon, you got to win races, though. You got to win races. Probably got to win a championship too, because both those guys did it. So, but. I think I predicted like six or seven of Sheldon's 10 career wins. So technically Sheldon bought me the shirt because I basically used his winnings to buy it. So I did it. I use my credit card? Yes. <laughs> but came it's actually Sheldon. Sheldon's Sheldon credit technically card. bought it. Yeah. So we're going to thank you. Thank you, Sheldon. You're the man. Sheldon gave nice you a shirt. credit card. I'm just going to go tell people, hey, a NASCAR driver sent me this shirt. How cool is that? There you go. I love it. I got to give me one now too. Sheldon, you owe me one. All right, so let's go ahead and get to our last pick of this race, and that this is the last pick for DFS. We will have one more bet for you, uh, and our, our for our uh, our good old pal uh, Bitch Vegas that we take yeah, advantage Vegas. of uh, ever so often. But uh, our last uh, DFS pick, the Hooters Tasty Pick of the Week, is going to be going to our uh, our guy Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He is going to be seven point two K. On DraftKings, he's starting in P27. I love this for a number of reasons. Okay. The the first reason, obviously, is because the JTG program has definitely had a little bit of spark in it uh, th this year, this season. And you look back at, at the fall race last year, this man went from P22 to P12. All right. So that's really good place differential for one. For the price, I, do I wish he was a little bit lower? Absolutely. But, I mean, DraftKings isn't all the way dumb when it comes to pricing these guys, and they know that he's definitely improved and that JTG's improved. He also knows that he's going to be the lone guy moving forward with JTG in the next year, which is going to be pretty cool as well to see how they operate as a one-car team. But, uh, you know, g going back to November of 2019, it wasn't that great. I mean, he was back with Roush. Just things weren't right. So we really only can look at, you know, I guess you would say July and October of last year at Texas where he had an accident in the, in the, in the spring or the summer. And then he had great success in the fall. It is the fall again. So maybe a little bit cooler weather in Tejas, not probably not much cooler, but maybe a little bit cooler weather kind of gives him that push you need. And I think with him starting in the back of the pack, he's definitely going to be that gung ho guy. That I'm going to be looking out for just kind of trying to keep building that resume up that he's uh, he's got going for him at JTG. 
Yeah, shout out to the to the sip. Also, saw his Instagram. Uh, he won a golf. He won the, a big golf tournament or like double trophy. Long, what's that? He had double trophies in his hand. Yeah, whatever. Uh, their, their golf team, like their golf, like season that they do, um, whatever it's called. Anyway, he like was the overall champion, so that was pretty cool. Shout out to the sip, uh, Mississippi boy, Ole Miss guy. And JTG has brought a good program to the 47 on the mile and a half. Six of his last eight races at mile and a half. The other, the two that uh, he didn't finish top 20 were wrecks. And I mean, with Ricky, it happens. He's an aggressive driver. He gets into some trouble sometimes, as we know. But uh, outside of those two races, this those other six races in the top 20. So on average, he runs somewhere between 15th and 20th. Uh, I think he's got a ceiling of a top 10 based off the speed they've brought uh, all season long. Maybe you have a few cars that drop out, penalties, whatever. Uh, maybe some strategies at play. He could get a top 10 out of this. Um, the 47 has been solid, really. I mean, the 47 has been solid at the mile and a half. And starting 27th, decent price. My only concern here, I think he's going to be a really popular play. I think, there's, I think when you scroll Absolutely. down, like you see, you look for the guys that stick out. And Ricky's that guy, like, boom, that's six out. Starting P27, you look at the statistics, they really back up him uh, getting some decent place differential, finish top 20, top 15. So Ricky has got to be, like, the one of the punt plays of the weekend. Yeah, and you know what? The beauty of that is, though, there's always going to be one or two of those guys that everybody's talking about. It's always about the grease in the middle, and that's why the Discord is free, and we talk about these things week to week. But, yeah, shout-out to Ricky for winning golf tournaments uh, maybe put Larson to a little bit of shame with his competitiveness. And uh, there might be a new uh, golf ball whacker guy in NASCAR now that we're going to put up on the pedestal here in the garage. So, Ricky, this week on the fairway, hole in one on the racetrack. I don't even know how the fuck you would say that. Uh, drive. I don't know how you can compare that. Like drive for ball. one. He's going he's gonna to shoot the ball, but the ball is a car. That's what he's gonna do, I believe. Well, all he needs is a top twenty, and you might you'll yeah. probably win some money. So, yeah. top fifteen would be top, cool though, Ricky. Top fifteen. Top fifteen would be cool, Ricky. If you're watching you this, go. Ricky. Hey, I Ricky. Hope Ricky sees this. We're rooting for Ricky. This to him. <laughs> I think he's gonna have. A, I really do think he's gonna have a good run, and that's interesting. Like you too. said, Ryan Priest not gonna be back for JTG next year. Uh, more resources allocated to that number forty seventeen. Uh, can probably, and with the new package, the new car and everything, could really bolster their results, get them better race cars, and get them ahead of the curve for the next-gen era. So that's going to be exciting for them. That's it. All right, so look, we got uh, one more for thing sure. to give you guys, a little bonus. We, we've already told you who we're betting on. Uh, we got, like, Larson this week. Uh, Dale Boy and I are doing a uh, – I think the last time we did this, we actually won. And uh, this next guy that we're going to talk about was one of those guys that won the race – on the card, uh, go ahead and call that bitch Vegas and tell him hey, that uh, our, our it, tell, tell Stop it. it. Stop it. I'm gonna let you talk to him. Okay. Hey, are you? Did you kill yourself? Okay. Wait. Wait till after this pick and and just yeah. Then hold on. Hold on. Stop crying. Just hold on. I told you you were gonna have to clean the crying up before we had this talk. All right. It's almost over. The misery's almost over. We're coming to repossess everything after we give you this pick, okay? Uh, I'm a letting garage guy say it, okay? Stop crying. All right, you're, hey, you're up. Hey, punk, I'm not going to be as nice to you, 
look, we're taking Kyle Bush plus 700 on DraftKings Sportsbook. I want to go ahead and slap a, a, a fat U on that. All right. So go ahead. Understand that I'm coming to take your waterbed. It's mine. I just want one. I'll probably like put a hole in it and throw it on the street. And I don't care how long you slept in it. It's mine now. So fill it with your tears. We'll be there on Monday morning after we collect our winnings. Again, Kyle fucking Bush plus 700 DraftKings. That's a card. We'll see you on Monday. Have the bankroll ready. Slam it. Hello? Did you hear that? I think he's dead. I think we killed him. Shit, we're going to have a new bookie. We literally scared him to death. Also, you said you are going to be meaner. I'm like talking about this guy like I'm talking about Vegas killing itself. And you're like, you, but, you, but you care. You should have just hung up. Yeah, I was like kind of being nice. All right, fuck you. We'll see you Monday to pick everything up if you're not dead. Now I'm worried. Now I'm like, shit, should we get a backup bookie? <laughs> Who knows? Who we'll, knows? We'll find him. We'll Is there anyone him. there? Is there anyone I know. Alive? I know. Luckily, I know where Vegas lives. Yeah. Vegas lives in Las Vegas. So I think exactly. that won't be too hard to find. I can't wait for one day that we actually welcome Vegas on the show and he comes on. And it's just like this like frail 80 year old man. You know, <laughs> we're assuming we're assuming ginger. I, I mean, like, yeah, I keep Our saying woman. He, we keep saying he, we gotta call it a it. Like it's yeah. it. It we, they it's, it's, Vegas doesn't yeah, it's it. It classifies itself as it. You gotta stop saying he. Forget it's just slash. easier to say he, but like we're assuming we don't know. It's, I think Vegas yeah. isn't it. But to recap. Your straight betting picks right there. We will probably have more on the card if we like matchups that come out around race day. But Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Bush, one of those three guys is going to win this race. Okay. One of those three guys is going to win this race. Probably wondering, hey, why don't we talk about Kyle Bush on DFS? Well, he's starting P3. He's the third guy on our pick. So I'd, I would be surprised if Kyle Bush was optimal because I don't think he's going to lead a lot of laps. I feel like he'd come up at the end, you know. Sneak up there, sneak attack like guy. Texas last year, like he did at Pocono this year, like he did at Kansas earlier this year. So, you know, I think Larson and Blaney gobble up all the laps, and uh, Kyle Bush is more so the underdog pick to win. So, there you Absolutely. go. Answering the question before you ask it. That's it. We love it. All right. So that's our guy. So we, we gave you the bet recap. Remember, Twitter is free. The Discord is free. Follow me at Garage Guy Chase. Follow Dale at Dale Tanhart and collectively at Garage Guys FS. You want a Discord link, just shoot one of us a DM anywhere on social media and in the interweb, and we'll get it to you. Uh, to recap, the last four DFS picks are the four DFS picks, the core, as we'll call them Larson, 10.5K. Blaney 9.5K, Bowman 9.3K, and Stenhouse 7.2K. That's a show. It's T Haas. We're going to win some fucking money. Be on alert for the free betting card because it's coming. And go buy a Sheldon Creed shirt and go to Hooters and eat a bunch of wings. Promo code Garage Guys, Hooters.com, or go on to download the Hooters app. Promo code Garage Guys, $10 off anywhere, $30 or more. Validate participating locations for delivery or carry out orders. Only that's a show. Sports profit repeat. It's the garage guys. 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 It's the garage guys.